welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So I have been writing short stories. That's kind of where I'm drawing, you know, driving my attention to right now, something I'm trying to focus on. And I thought that today we could talk about um, what to do with short stories. <laughs> like, you know, if you're going to write them, uh, then what? Because uh, it's actually a really interesting market, particularly in science fiction and fantasy. It's actually a, a very uh, active market. There's a lot of short stories out there. Um, not a place you're going to get rich, um, but definitely a place where you can um, get published and get active and get seen and, you know, have a lot of fun. So uh, I thought we'd talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And Melissa, you... Oh, go ahead. I'm I'm really excited about this. You know, I don't I I don't really write short stories very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, this is your favorite topic. You love short stories. But I am I am doing a very massive like novel and script at the same time. And I thought, well, what better than to like also write a short short story in the same world? So, you know, I'm trying to write three things at once. And I was like, well, what, what could do possibly do go wrong? This? What do I do with this short story when I'm done with it? Uh, so I'm going to be taking notes. <laughs> it's been a while actually, since I've looked at the short story markets. I actually really like using short stories. Um, I always use them as kind of like a, a kind of a palate cleanser between, you know, in pro between drafts or, you know, between projects, you know, like I, I finish a draft of my novel and then be like, okay, I, I, I have to let it sit, right. It's got a, it's got a cure for a little while. Um, and what am I going to do with myself now? Well, let me, let me write some short stories and it's really, really fun. Uh, but so there are I'm a lot it, of markets. Oh, yeah. I'm using it for back, like backstory and character. So I'm uh -huh. telling different things that don't happen to my main character and, and going into those scenes so that I know what's going on. That works too. Yeah. And you can certainly do that and maybe never, they never see the light of day. That That's allowed. You know, God knows that's certainly happens all the time with things people write that they don't ever get out to see the light of day. <sighs> but with with short stories... There's actually a lot of uh, magazines and anthologies and contests. Those are kind of the three big places. Um, I'll start with, with magazines. There are several magazines, science fiction, fantasy magazines that, pu that publish short fiction and poetry and art. Um, some of them pay uh, kind of scale. Uh, there's the, the Science Fiction Writers of America has, has a, a scale and they have a listing of of markets that pay that scale. Some pay a little bit and some pay nothing. Um, but they're, they're there to, they're actually, they're fun to read anyway. It's a great thing to do. Um, some of them include uh, Clark's World, Asimov's, um, Analog, um, the Magazine of Fantasy and Science Fiction, uh, Lightspeed. I, I'm, there's so many. Um, and so it's, a, and some of these places are actually also only online. So like Daily Science Fiction, just online. Uh, there's a magazine called Escape Pod where it's a podcast. They, you know, they publish the text, but they record it, and it's they have really good recording artists, you know, voiceover artists read them, and so they're they're delightful. Um, so all of these these markets exist. Now, how do you find them? Uh, there are a couple different resources. Uh, the one I use is called Duotrope, D-U-O-T-R-O-P-E. It's a website that helps you. Uh, find markets that also um, helps you manage your submissions. Uh, there is a fee for that uh, because I use it for the submission management part. But you can also, there's also a site called Submitting to the Black Hole, 
that again lists all these markets and tells you you know what sort of things they they want what they pay about how long it takes to hear back some places you hear back from them right away some i had one thing that was like a year yeah um which is ridiculous like i i was extremely patient to wait that long that's like you shouldn't have to wait that long um but uh but you know i was like eh, it's not doing anything it's fine go for it um yeah, so you have all these different places that you can submit it. Generally, your strategy is you can only submit one piece to one place at a time. Uh, so you do have to kind of keep track of what's out, what's in. And you want to have a large library of stories to submit so you can be constantly, you know, putting this one out and this one comes back and then another one goes out, you know, and, and so you're, you've got a whole little army of, uh, of stories out, you know, heading different markets. Um, you submit them either by an online form or by just attaching it to a, uh, or yeah, attaching it to a, a, an email, they'll tell you what to do. Um, I would recommend reading the magazines before you submit to them, mm -hmm. because although the markets, these sites will say, uh, oh yeah, this will take science fiction or this kind of science fiction or whatever, it's a good idea to read one so you can kind of get the vibe, you know, because you want to know what sort of story, like, okay, yeah, it's dark fantasy, but what, how, what do you mean? Like, so if you read a bunch of, of these magazines, you kind of find out like, oh, I've written this thing. You know, this would probably fit here well. And you might have more success submitting uh, to one of those markets rather than one that isn't a fit at all. Um, yeah, so those are the magazines. That's the biggest thing. There's also anthologies. Uh, there's a, uh, this happens a lot where someone will say, hey, I'm going to put together maybe a Kickstarter or something, or they've got some funding and they say, I'm going to make an anthology of short stories. Uh, based, usually it's based on a theme. Uh, and they'll call for submissions and say, okay, I want, we want stories that are around this theme. This is where I have had the most success. I've, I've been published in, uh, several anthologies. I can't think numbers are hard. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, one, most of the time I have, already have a story that meets their, uh, uh, their spec. Um, one of them I had to change slightly that needed to be in first person. I'm like, okay, I'll change this to first person. That's easy. Uh, and I did, and it was really great. It actually made the story better. Um, and so that's another place where, and again, not going to make a pile of money. Um, usually just, uh, sometimes the tokens, you'll usually get a copy of the, the anthology. Yeah. Um, but like with one of these, then someone read this, someone in Italy read the anthology, asked if I would like to, he would wanted to publish it in his anthology in Italian, which they did. And he paid me for, and then someone else, this person was also like, uh, going out and they're going to make a graphic novel and going to. Uh, graphic novelize one of my stories in Italian. There's these wonderful people out here, out in the world, who have all this energy and they like to bring these stories out to people. And so they will take these submissions and they'll put it all together and they publish it. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and they do it for love. I mean, there's, there's no one's making any money here, uh, but it's such a great thing. And those people are, are saints and should be blessed and we love them. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I will say that the anthologies too, uh, like, because the magazines are very geared, I tend to find like most magazine markets are, like you said, science fiction, fantasy, genre, um, or literary, right? Like there mm -hmm. are a few markets in romance, a few markets in mystery, but the volume for, for magazines is usually one of those two. Uh, but yeah, they're basically two for mystery. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but anthologies, there's, there's a lot more. There's a lot of, of, of romance anthologies that happen as well. So if you write in another genre and you're like, oh, I can't find a magazine market, like, that's okay. Like, go to the anthologies. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are, and those are a lot of fun. Because again, there's a theme, so that kind of helps you understand what they're looking for a little bit better. Um, and yeah, and, and yeah, I really like them. I really like anthologies. Um, cool. So the third, the third thing are contests. Uh, there'll be short story contests that you can enter and then can get your story noticed. Now, the trick about these is that sometimes you have to pay a fee to be, you know, an entry fee, which you have to decide. Is it worth it to me to do this? You don't have to. I mean, there's no point where you say, like, if you don't enter this contest, you'll never make it. Like, that's ridiculous. So there's always, it's, it's kind of up to you as to what you want to do. Um, one of, for fantasy and science fiction, one of the biggest ones is called Writers of the Future. And everyone freaks out because it's by, it's, it's L. Ron Hubbard's <laughs> Writers of the Future. And you're like, oh my God, Scientology, they're going to eat my brain. Holy, yeah, okay, it's not. They, they actually say over and over, like, we are not associated with Scientology. It's not us. Please, no. I I don't know why they keep his name on there, if it's causing so much trouble. But, they, you know, there's obviously they have a good reason for it, but I don't know what that reason is. Um, it is one of the best paying. Uh, if you win, it's a huge, huge win. Um you get like they like take you out to they fly you out to California or something like that for the awards ceremony and you get like you know I don't know all sorts of wonderful things it's been a while the only caveat is it's only open to uh unpublished writers so if you've sold something already and they have the rules of what what published means uh so it's only open to unpublished writers um and they have a quarterly contest so you have to enter once a quarter uh, it, it, there's kind of a, a rigor to it. There's like a, a whole thing. Um, but I would definitely recommend if you write science fiction or fantasy and you're not published, look into this because, you know, winning this is a big deal. I mean, I was a finalist, which was a big deal. Um, I didn't get to go to California or anything, but, you know, it was pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, that's one of the big ones. But there are lots, there are tons of them. They're everywhere. And um, yeah, some are some are big, some are small. Uh, some of your your local library, and it's up to you to decide what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the only thing of, is, I would assume yeah. that some of those contest wins, like the Writers of the Future win, can attract another reprint of your story in a different anthology or a year's best yeah. of or something like that. Yeah, Writers of the Future that you, you they do put out an anthology, and you're published in the anthology. Um, yeah, sometimes what you win is to be in the anthology. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you win a prize. Sometimes you win you know, a certificate and a hearty handshake. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Depends. Depends on how well-funded the uh, the contest is. Um, and yeah, that's, and then that's where the entry fee, you're like, well, is it worth it? it you know, again, that's something only you can answer. But, uh, but they can be kind of fun. And I also kind of like it because then it's, you know, it's a contest, right? You win, you get the competitive nature going. And it's not about, uh, you know, how much space do they have in their, in their, art in their uh issue this month or you know is this is this the style that this editor particular editor likes it's just like i want you know i don't know i kind of this can be kind of fun too so so those are the kind of the three the three main things um you know what to expect if you get you're going to get a lot of rejection right again it's rejection but it's i don't know somehow it doesn't seem as bad because it's a short story and you can just send it out again right away. You don't have to write a big query letter because you've got the whole story, right? Like you don't need to summarize the book like you do with a query. You just like, yeah. here it is. So like your cover letter is just like, hi, I like your magazine. Uh, here's my story. It's this long. I, and I have written this. Bye. You know, like that's it. Um, 
and you're and so so I like that too that you don't have to worry about that. Uh, oftentimes, once once you do sell something, um, you'll get a contract, a publishing contract that you have to that you sign, uh, where you agree to what rights you're giving away to your thing, uh, you know, where you're selling to the thing for how long, in what areas, um, and then at some point it, the rights revert back to you, and you can sell that story again, because there are a lot of markets that'll take reprints. So you sell it once, and then you can sell it again. It's pretty nice. Um, but read your but, contract, uh, folks. Read your contract. Yeah. Do not sign a contract without reading it. <laughs> the uh, science fiction, <laughs> yeah, always read your contracts carefully. The Science Fiction Writing Writers Association, SIFWA, uh, they have a boilerplate contract for short story sales that I think a lot of people follow, and you can use that and kind of compare back and forth. Um, so that's a that's a good idea. Um, but just kind of take a look and see what what they're looking for and. Uh, if you don't like it, you can, you can always say, yeah, you know what? This doesn't work for me. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, or suggest uh, amendments. That's fine. Yeah. But then you'll probably work with the editor. You might, they might suggest some changes to your stories. They might, you know, uh, give you some, some updates and things like that. I had one story I sold. They were, a um, a very G rated, uh, thing. And I think I said, uh, I think I had the word damn in there and they're like, can you, can you take that out? We don't, you can't, you can't say damn. I was like, <laughs> All right, I'll take damn out. Uh, or there was another one where he was like, "Boy, it would be really cool if you had some name for this thing." I'm like, "Yeah, there would be," and I couldn't come. I couldn't come up with nothing. I was like, "Yeah, this is the best I got. I, I can't. Everything I'm coming up with is really stupid. I got nothing." They're like, "Okay," you know, and they moved on. So you're working together, but it's nice because then you get to work with someone, you get to know them. It's really great. Um, but yeah, so the, your story comes out in whatever format. Like I said, you usually get a copy for yourself. Um, you can, you know, then you tell all your friends, hey, I'm in this thing, go, uh, go buy it. And uh, once the rights revert back to you, you start submitting them again. So here's a question for you, because like I said, I haven't, I haven't really actively engaged in the short story space since like 2000 and maybe seven, eight, somewhere okay. around there. <laughs> it's been yeah. a minute. Um, Super current. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, like, how how has the how has the market changed given the rise of self publishing? And I know that and internet platforms, which you know were around. Obviously, I'm not that old. Like, I mean, I am that old, but, <laughs> like, but it was around in the 2000s, right? Um, but at a whole different level. And I'm thinking like now you have sites like Medium and you have like the mm -hmm. Wattpad or whatever, like all these different sites. You have the ability to to create your own collection of short stories. Um, and then mm -hmm. you have markets that you said that are not paying and even some of the paying mm -hmm. ones are, are small amounts. So like, mm -hmm. what is the benefit to, or the advantages to like publishing in a market that is non-paying, right? Is it just mm -hmm. exposure or are there like other things that come with that? I mean, or I think like exposure is some, some other way. Yeah. I mean, exposure is a big thing. A short story doesn't really stand on its own very well. Um, there's been a few exceptions to that. Uh, Wool is one that comes to mind. Uh, the author's name eludes me, but it was a short story that, that he wrote that got really popular and then he put it together into a full book and self-published it and uh, it worked out really great for him. Um, it was, and well, and rightly so, it was a really good story and a really good book. Um, but really, generally speaking, if you've got a short story on its own, it's kind of hard to get it in front of people. Whereas some of these people, they'll, you know, you kind of band together and like, okay, let's all together get some I mean, even if everyone's, it's just everyone's mom who reads it, you know, they've got 10 stories, that's 10 moms. So, you know, that's something. That's not nothing. 
So audience, um, readership, like reach. Audience, readership, reach, um, exposure, because, you know, the editors read other people's magazines. You know, they read these anthologies and magazines because they like short stories. So you you can start to kind of build some reputation that way uh, through your work, which I, again, I like that very much as opposed to the slog of querying, which you've got all you have writing on is just that that bit of uh that query letter um here you can you can start to show you know some some variety you can do lots of different things um and you can kind of get some exposure there and work up to to novels if that's what you want to do um also i think it's important to support this format this medium you know so if you're submitting to them that means that that the art form continues on so definitely read a lot of short stories subscribe to these magazines buy these issues um if you can you know if they've got patreons whatever support them but by submitting good stories that gives them stories to submit um and then it kind of keeps happening so you know it's a it's a self-perpetuating thing but it's i think it's a a really great little facet of the writing world um that i i would like to see continue on and then, oh, then one other thing you can also do is you can, some places need slush readers. Uh, and this is a really great way to learn uh, and to kind of get to know people and stuff like that is to to be a slush reader. So for some of these places that have a lot of submissions, uh, they need people to help read them. So you can read a bunch of stories, you know, and then you vet them and decide, okay, this one should move on. This one doesn't. Um, again, pay, depends, could be nothing. You know, it could be a, a hearty thump on the back. Um, or it could be money, you know, whatever, but it's, it's really nice to get that exposure. You can see what other people are writing. You can see what's good and what's bad. You learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's another way to kind of get involved in the short story world. Yeah. I I think it's one of my favorite ways to learn writing in general, because, when you only are looking at published stuff, finished stuff, mm-hmm. you're like you don't recognize like all of the things, like all of the trends and the tropes and mm-hmm. the like, like the same story that everybody is telling. And you're like, oh, I thought yeah. this was original. And then you start reading exactly. the file and you're like, oh, okay, everybody's doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, and you can, or, you know, maybe it could be a little. Uh, encouraging you're like oh you know what mine's really good you yeah, know and exactly. you start to realize oh the reason i've been rejected is not because my writing's no good it's just because it's just not, I, maybe i'm not submitting right. to the right market or mm-hmm. just it just didn't happen you know and again I, it just feels a little more in control than the the, the big publishing book publishing thing it just seems a little lower risk a little uh and also really fun i i also don't have the attention span i like i like short things let me re- move on to another thing oh what's this do something new so that's why I like short stories. I will say I have a friend who optioned one of her short stories. She's a screenwriter, but mm-hmm. she uh, optioned a short story, not her script that she wrote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I should I should get more details. on. I know a little bit of it, but I don't want to say it because yet. Um, yeah. But uh, I think, again, you never know. You never know what could happen. Yeah. So like if you have these ideas or you have stories and they're just collecting dust, like send them out, try and get them published, like let them go out yeah. to the world and live so that people can find them. Yeah. And short stories are more like movie length anyway than a, than a novel. Novels are too long for a movie, but a short story can turn into a movie. Yes, Just it saying. can. 
Just saying. Just throwing I it out I feel like there. there's a lot to... It depends. Depends on the length of your short story. Depends on the movie. <laughs> depends on the short story. Depends on a lot of things. But it's, you know, a novel's really long. Anyway. All right. That's enough of that. So I think at this point we'll just uh, wrap it up and uh, remind everybody that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.